Hey, it's Thursday. We're feeling good. People downloading the podcast this morning. That's exciting. Today, we're talking about Tesla collaborating, VinFast constructing, and Toyota augmenting reality. Everywhere I go, people really want to know who I is and who I am. Toyota's doing it these days. I am in. (laughs) Yeah, right. Sometimes, sometimes, like, we read the lead to to the podcast, and I just, I have this flashback to, like, two years ago in my brain, and I'm like, Never would have thought. <laughs> we should go back. Like, what were we? Yeah. Like, what are we doing every morning? What are like, we if we read, doing? if we read that to someone two years ago now, like what they would do in their brains? Like, like what is that? Twenty thirty two. I know. It, the, the velocity of which by which the industry is moving is just become normalized. I think to all of us, and that's the cool thing about. Um, just humans. It's a cool thing about entrepreneurship. It's a super cool thing about the auto industry is that change is the consistent and like no matter what comes down the pike, auto dealers, OEMs, just so adaptable and like, you know, like people talk about old industries moving slow, but I mean, gosh, how could, how, how much faster can you move? Like you have to make cars. Like, it's unbelievable. It's like, not like rewrite some code and, and debug it and let's see what happens. You can't do that. Yeah. The speed at which our industry is moving right now, both dealers and OEMs, is feels blistering compared to the last ten years. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty cool. we we were on the phone with Mike Stanton, president of NADA. Just uh, was it yesterday, two days ago? I don't remember. It was a quick thing, and and you could just you could just hear it in his voice that like they are adapting to change, they are working to build consensus, and like keep keep everybody rowing in the same direction. Like it's from the top to the bottom. And then you look at the, the we'll call it the bottom, but like the people that are just scrappy and starting new things and trying new things. And it really is the same energy at a different scale. Yes, exactly, exactly. Oh. Hey, we just got we just got notification. Listen to this. We got Ed Roberts on the stream this morning on LinkedIn. What's up, we're seeing man? Brian, we're seeing Roger Conant. And it looks like Ed Roberts has been in the auto industry for 31 years today. We saw on LinkedIn this morning. So Ed, kudos to you and just the time that you put in and the service that you've shown. And if you have not checked out uh, and gotten on the pre-order list for his new book, uh, My One Leadership, you're going to want to do that. Uh, so check that out. And we've got a whole podcast. If you uh, check out the Auto Collabs podcast, you can check out us talking to Ed about that. Uh, you're going to want to, you could probably just search like Ed Roberts, a and it'll probably be the first thing that comes up. Honestly, let's, let's see. Uh, he's he's going to try show is live. Well, while you're searching it, I feel like Ed Roberts has been coming up in so many conversations of people saying like, Hey, did you hear about that? How about this? You know? And I kind of feel like this is like where you, you knew like Coldplay before they were big or you knew a band right, right. before they were big and artists like Ed Sheeran. I mean, we're comparing Ed Roberts, not a Coldplay and Ed Sheeran so far. Right. That's exactly right. Let's right, just but, do it. But you, yeah, if you, you search Ed it. Roberts Asodu on the Google machine right now, the first thing that comes up is our podcast Jedi Mind Tricks with Ed Roberts. So you you <laughs> got to do it. Go do it. Go forever. Go do it. Oh man, it's great to start this way. It is great to start this way with the show. Um, also, want to let you know that we are putting on our next Asotu Edge 
webinar next Wednesday, Measure What Matters with GA4. Uh, we have Corey Wright from Call Review, Steve Laurie from Relevant Dealer, and the one and only Brian Pash joining us on the webinar. Kyle and I will try to uh, tell as few jokes as possible and uh, let the experts, well, Kyle's more, I'm, I'm really just there for comic relief because I learn a lot in these webinars. It's a new format for us. Uh, I think this is our second or third by this format. Quick shot yep. webinar, right? No 60 minutes, getting tired, letting it play in the background. Hey, like pay attention to this thing for like 20, 25 minutes and you're gonna walk away feeling better about the subject matter. So it's about GA4. You can register for it. How, Kyle? You can go to asodu.com, scroll down just a wee bit and then click on register now. Yep, we're posting on social media and everything. All right, let's get into some news. Uh, boy, yesterday was another wild one. Yesterday's earnings call with Tesla was a bit of a wild ride as results regarding the effects of the company's recent price cuts, as well as a surprise announcement about forming a forming partnership with an OEM were, uh, were announced. As we know, Tesla's been discounting pricing to increase their volume. CEO Elon Musk indicated that discounts will likely continue and, and possibly deepen as the market develops. So here's the deal. New V. Vehicle deliveries rose 83% from April in April to June. They moved a lot more vehicles. Sales were up 20% and gross profits were down, right? I guess that's how you would expect, right? So, but still very healthy gross profits, 18.2% down a little bit from 19.3 in the previous quarter when they already were starting to discount. But a year ago, they were 25%. So, uh, the discount's definitely taking effect on the gross margin. Sales are up. Deliveries are up. Um, yeah, but the balance of that is overall profitability is way up because the counterbalance of volume has way overtaken what has happened with, with the discounting. So it's just clear, like, the move was calculated. The move was right. The discounts served to produce the volume necessary to continue to grow profits. So, like... This I, this is actually super key for for retailers to look at this like understanding the micro movements in price adjustments that are required to grow the volume necessary to keep profits up because mm -hmm. this is going to be the story through the remainder of the year. There's going to continue to have to be micro price adjustments, so nothing major, nothing like you know, wholesale price changes, but micro price adjustments that allow you to maintain the volume to keep profitability up like it has been over the last two years. And, and we're seeing uh, Tesla give a masterclass on that. And th there's another layer to it because, you know, full self-driving and the software side of the business, because Tesla is actually a software company. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Don't tell anyone, Kyle. Um, the, the full self-driving as it comes into play, right, is going to be another way to monetize all the units that are out on the road. Um, so uh, speaking of that, I won't in the middle of a thing do a segue, but Elon also made an announcement that they are in talks with another OEM to license their self-driving technology. He said, and we quote, we are already in early discussions with a major OEM. So it's a major OEM. We're not talking about like, oh, we're talking to Rivian or whatever. Uh, a major OEM about using Tesla full self-driving. We're not trying to keep this to ourselves. We're more than happy to license it to others. So open-handed, Kyle. That's the best quote. <laughs> we're more than happy to let yeah. other people pay us for this. Sure, more than happy us, to do that. Pay us a lot, actually. Absolutely. So I, all day. Yeah. So we'll get your charging data and now we'll get your driving data. Right? He's, he's got the play going on. So uh, regarding, uh, regarding full self-driving, after being criticized because uh, he's perpetually saying it's close to ready, he actually said it again. He doubled down and he said full wow. self-driving should be ready to safely operate.
operate by the end of this year. Do you know what car, deal, car dealers call that? <laughs> no. They, they call that being ready in Q5. That's <laughs> a Q5. It's a Q5 feature. <laughs> Released in Q5. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Well, speaking of releasing speaking vehicles. Of- ah, yeah. We are, we are both there. That's not even in the show notes. Uh, despite a poor sales record of just, get this, 128 units of its EV crossover in the first five months in the U.S., Vietnamese electric vehicle maker VinFast announced they are forging ahead with their plans to construct their own factory in North Carolina. It's expected to have an initial production capacity of 150,000 cars per year, create 7,000 jobs, and cost, I think it was like 2 or $3 billion dollars. Uh, CEO tax uh, credit world, right? That's what that's what's that's, that's creating. Absolutely. Right there. And uh, CEO Lethe uh, Tutoy said in a statement, when it begins operations, the factory will be VinFast's primary supplier of EVs to the North American market. No surprise there. I had I had to put this quote into the show. So good. It's right from the Jalopnik article that you can link to. It's so good. I was like, I can't even say this in a better way. So basically, here's a quote from their article. Bloomberg reports that VinFast plans to list in the U.S. This means a listing as a publicly traded company. Plans to list in the U.S. by merging with special purpose acquisition company, Black Spade Acquisition Company, in the second half of this year. The deal would apparently give VinFast an equity value of about $23 billion. That works out to about $180 million per vehicle registered in the U.S. Good <laughs> night. Just thing like money raining from the sky. Talk about voting on, machine. Talk about a voting machine. 128 units in the first five months in the U.S. And someone's coming out ready to give them a $23 billion valuation as they go public. Absolutely nuts. Here's here's the wild stat. Here's the wild stat. <laughs> they They right now currently are delivering... To the entire U.S. in the market. Drum roll, please. 26 cars a month. <laughs> <laughs> We're going today. We're having a fun time this morning. Hey, oh, look, it's man. fun to throw pebbles from this side of the fence. We'll see. I mean, they're it investing is, in a big is. factory. Um, they definitely hit some speed bumps. We will see how resilient this Vietnamese EV maker can be. Yeah. Um, I, I wish I had a great transition to this one. I'd see. We'll see. Speaking of seeing, Toyota is working on a crazy patent for augmented reality glasses that are intended to supersede traditional car heads-up displays. Uh, the glasses aim to enhance road safety by pr- providing enhanced visibility under all conditions. So they're using an ext- electrochromatic glass to adjust external light cameras for eye tracking, speakers to deliver crucial information to drivers, and the glasses can even display things like media or phone notifications with a built-in timer to maintain the driver attention. Uh, The good news is, is for all those passengers in the world that want a fancy little experience, they're going to have their option to to have a little bit different experience on their augmented reality uh, glasses and even though safety concerns exist, it sounds like they are excited about the potential safety benefits to these augmented reality glasses. Again, this is like super early patent that someone's, you know, figured out because all these people that watch the little patent offices fly through. Um, but just wild to see like the prototype potential potential and like think about man might be driving with an AR 
goggle glasses thing to help me be safe. Just what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens. It's fun to talk about it now though. I mean, it, yeah. I, in my, in my household, if there's ever any kind of like things that come that you can put on your head that come with a vehicle, like the headphones, they never make it. <laughs> no, they never, they never make, make it. it. Yeah. Yeah, like the, yeah, the headphones for the DVD player or whatever. Somehow oh, they get lost, buried, broken, smushed, broken, dead batteries when you yeah. finally find them. I mean, we'd probably take a little bit better care of the augmented glasses, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what oh, happens. Man. It's just fun to what talk about. Well, whatever man. is going on in your life, we hope that we gave you a little shot of energy. Uh, learn something you didn't know about, but all of it is with the intention to go out, operate more effectively, more efficiently, care for the people that walk through your door and the people that call your stores home. <laughs>